Okay, we're starting the next installment here of Megillah Sester, uh, the third year. So, uh, we ended off last time that um, we ended off that in the beginning of Parak Bays that the Nare HaMelech HaMesharsav these fellows, young fellows who were the uh, laundry people, shoe shiners, janitors, etc. The only ones who were, had to be in the palace when the king was in a rage and depressed, even though there was this law that he could do whatever he wants, whenever he wants, they had no choice. So they came up with this brilliant idea to get a new queen. And obviously they weren't the most brilliant, sophisticated people. And therefore, all they heard that HaKashverish moaning about was that he doesn't have this beautiful wife of his. He forgot all about that he needed her for the royalty. And he needed her for his kingdom, etc., etc. Um, so they said, find a beautiful girl. There's plenty of those. And gather them all here. No Malka Vashti, no Vashti Hamalka. So we ended off with the introduction last time of Mordechai Tzadik and all of the descriptions that Mordechai was the one who excelled in the concept of Tefillah. Ben Yoyer, Ben Shimi, Ben Kish, the Gemara describes each of those names as descriptions of how Mordechai excelled in the union of Tefillah. And as we mentioned, because Mordechai is going to be the Goyal for Klai Yisrael, the general whole Klai Yisrael, whose Avera was bowing down to the Tselem, which was a lack of, of Yira Shemayim, because they were more afraid of Nebuchadnezzar. It wasn't real Avayda Zara. And therefore, they need to be led in recognizing HaKadosh Baruch Hu through Tzvila. Um, and then, as we talked a little bit about Esther, and we'll get to that a little bit in a few psukim. So the Pastor continues, Asher Haglom Yerushalayim, who was Mordechai, he was a person who went, in, he was exiled from Yerushalayim, Yimagayla Asher Haglusa, in Yechanya Melech Yehuda, Yechanya Melech Yehuda had gone into Galus 11 years before the Korban, before Tzidkiah, and um, the Pasuk says that Mordechai went along with him. Yechanya went into Galus together with all the Tamidich Chachamim from Eretz Yisrael, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, brought all the Tamidich Chachamim to Bavel before the Galus actually happened before the Korban in order that once Kalah Yisrael gets to Babel they should already have Das Taira and the Tamid HaKachamim there and the Pasuk says Marthai went with them now it's interesting the Pasuk says three times um or actually four times the Lashon of Golis Asher Hagla Mirushalayim Im Hagayla Asher Haglisa Im Yechanyo Asher Hagla Nebuchadnezzar Melech Bavel so the um, the Gain says that Mardukhai HaTzadik loved Eretz Yisrael so much that every time he went into Golis he first went with Yechanyo he was exiled he then escaped from Bavel back to Yerushalayim and then there was another Golis that was three years before the Korban and he was sent out in that exile he came back he keeps kept on coming back he was exiled numerous times from Yishalayim because of his Chiba Yisrael, he kept on coming back so the Pasuk says now he took care of someone named Hadassah Hadassah is her name he Esther the Goyim the call her Esther that's an Aramaic name so she's Esther the Esther that we're going to refer to in the rest of the Megillah Bas Doidoi it was his uncle's daughter so it was his cousin she didn't have a father nor a mother and she was beautiful what does Oi mean? literally 
he took care of her. Aymenes. Aymenes is like a nurse. Ma- a nurse. Um, so he took care of her. He, he raised her. So, um, so the, the Pasuk is telling us that there were three reasons why um, Mardchai took care and raised Esther. Number one, she was his first cousin, Bas Daidai. Number two, she didn't have a father or a mother. Chazal tell us that her father died while her mother was expecting. Her mother died in childbirth. So she didn't have a father nor a mother. And the third reason is because she was Yifas Tayar Vitaivas Mara. She was beautiful and she was good looking. And the guy goes through this and explains that, and he goes barichas that we don't have time for, uh, talking about descriptions that we find in Shirashirim about the beauty of Kla Yisrael. And he says that there's two things we describe Kla Yisrael's beauty with. One of them is with mitzvahs and one of them is with midas taivas. So when the Pasuk says here she was beautiful and she was good looking, is not only referring to physically it's talking about Yifas Tayar was in mitzvahs Vitaivas Mare was in Midas she, she excelled in in Ruchnius as well and because of these reasons she had no one to take care of her and Mordechai recognized the potential that this girl and turned into a woman Esther had so therefore he took care of her and he raised her was not just physically raised her Mordechai raised her to be Esther a tzadikist, to be Esther um, to be the Goyal of Kla Yisrael in Ruchnius so now so we have Mordechai and Esther here together. So the first thing is the Dvar HaMelech. Dvar HaMelech was the king sent out an edict that all the beautiful girls have to come to the palace and then he'll decide who's his wife. Now, what happened was, not everybody came right away. And Esther was one of those who didn't come. Esther hid herself. Now, it's going to be, a, it's a machlaik, it's exactly how long she hid. Um, there's, um, the one, the Gain says she hid for three years. The Medrash says she hid for four years. The Yais of Lekach, who the Gain's Pirish is based on, Punkta argues here, and he says it was only one year. So Shaila had to learn the Psukim later. But she did hide herself, and she refused to go. So, when they realized that not everybody is coming, so then, that was the Dvar HaMelech, that he, had, he sent out the edict. Then there was Dasai. Dasai is a law. And that means that they sent out a law that anyone who doesn't come or doesn't or knows about someone who's not coming will be put to death. So this was already taking it to the next level. So is Vayhibi Shama Dvar HaMelech, number one, the Dvar HaMelech, Vid Dasai, and then later on the second step, where he said, if you don't come, you're going to be put to death. Uvi now, and then even after all of that, she was still hiding. The, 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 the girls had all brought, been brought to Haggai. Then, And this is the famous magistrate that says that she was once looking out the window and someone noticed her and chapped her. For whatever reason, she was like the last one. Everybody else had finally come. Now, this is a very important word. Means she was taken against her will. She went kicking and screaming to the Beit Hamelah. She wasn't interested in going. She was hiding. She knew what was in store for her. This was Esther, was a tzaddikis, and therefore she refused, she didn't want to go. But she was forcibly taken. Now we'll come back, get back to that in a little bit. What happened? She's brought to Hegai Batita Vanara Beino Batisa Chesel Hegai for some reason 
she found favor in his eyes. Haggai Chazal tell us that right away he realized that this is going to be the queen. He realized this is going to be the queen. He knew instinctively, even though he had hundreds and thousands of young girls there all vying for the position, he instinctively knew that this is going to be the, the, the queen. And therefore what he did was, he wanted to be on her good side. It's always good to be on the good side of the queen. So you don't need to be the one, especially if you're the one in charge of the girls here, and one of them becomes the queen, and then she says, you know, hey guy, you know, uh, when I was in the running here, do you remember I requested a couple scoops of, uh, you know, uh, ice cream? And you said, it's not good for my figure. Well, I don't like your figure either, the end of you. Right? It's not always good to be on the bad side of the queen. So he therefore realized that he's got to be on her good side. So, he was giving her all types of presents, all types of perfumes. Nobody else got seven maidens to serve them. You wanted something? You put in your order, got sent to you, room service, whatever you wanted, as we'll see. You're allowed to get what you wanted. But Esther was the only one who got seven na'aris. She's getting them from the base Hamelech. What is she getting them from the base Hamelech? Well, she's not the king. She's not the queen. The Torah says, Haggai was already acting with her as if she's the queen. The queen has seven na'aris serving her. Haggai, um, uh, Esther's going to have seven na'aris right away. He was acting with her as if she is the queen. And he gave her mamish the best. She was vayishanel. She was different. And her these girls were different. They it was not the norm of what was going on here. Now the pasuk says Esther as Now Esther didn't tell where she was from. Now it sounds like that she was asked. It sounds like she was asked. Or, and where the other girls were asked where they were from. So, now, we know we said last time that there was really only one thing that was necessary here to become part of the, to become the queen, and that is the most beautiful. That's what the, the Nari HaMelech Misharzov told the king, find the most beautiful girl. It makes no difference where she comes from, her royal lineage, not royal lineage, it makes no difference. But it seems that yet they were asked. So Rev always used to say it's a very simple understanding. Whenever you fill out a form it comes to like race, optional. Right? There's optional next to it. So over here also, where, which country do you come from? Optional. So some of the girls, they want to show, oh, we come from, uh, you know, no one wants to say they come from this uh, small country somewhere. They come from a hush of a country. Maybe that'll, of course I'm beautiful too, but it might help out if I have other good qualities. But it was optional. But Esther says, I'm not interested in saying. Why? Because Mordechai commanded her not to tell. Now why did Mordechai I command her not to tell. This is a very important Nakuda in showing who Esther was. Because as we said last time Esther is going to be the Goyal for Kla Yisrael in Shushan who, was, who were Nenem Yisudos in Shalach They're brought to a Suda of Achashverish and they were Nanu. Nanu means they enjoyed themselves. They're Rebbe always to say that in the Mefarshe HaMedrash some of them say Kla Yisrael did this Avera, that Avera all different types of serious Averas that Kla Yisrael did. And he used to say and we're talking about Mefarshe HaMedrash on the page we're talking about Rishainim. But he used to 
Moses to say, I don't know where they got this from. The Medrash says one thing, Nehenu. They enjoyed themselves. It doesn't say they went to Zana, it doesn't say they did this, they didn't do that, they ate trafe, it doesn't say any of that. It says one thing, Nehenu. They enjoyed themselves. And that was the Avera of enjoying themselves at this party of Achashverosh, number one. But there's another part of that Avera, and that is, if you remember, Mordechai told Klai, so they're not allowed to go to the party. And we said Mordechai had the power of a Nasi, of the Reish Kalusa, of a king, to be Geyser on Klai Yisrael, his Das Taira, you can't go to the party. And they all said, Mordechai, you're not in touch with things here. This is a very political move, we have to do it, he's trying to make friends with us, etc., etc. They did not leave, they did not listen to Mordechai Atzadik. So if we're going to have to do Tshuva for this Avera, there's two halves of the Tshuva. Number one is listening to Das Taira, listening to Mordechai Atzadik, and Tshuva for being Nana from Sudasan Shalach Now, as we mentioned, the Goyel, the one who's going to lead us, has to excel in what they're doing. So Esther now is going to have to prove herself that she's ready to be the Goyel. So the first thing is, Esther did not tell where she's from. Says the Megillah, why? Mordechai said, don't do it. Now, what's so important about that? Why Mordechai say, don't tell anyone? The first thing is, because Mordechai was afraid for her life. There was a law, if you don't come, you're going to be put to death. Not only you, probably they'll punish your family as well. So therefore, Mordechai told her, while she's going kicking and screaming, Mordechai whispered in her ear, don't tell anybody who you are. Because, I don't know what's going to happen to you in the palace. You were the one who did, we, we didn't listen to the uh, law of the land. And the law of the land is if you don't go, you're put to death. And we're afraid. So he says, don't do it. Now what happens? She gets to the king. She gets to the king and to the palace. And she sees, not only do they not care that she didn't come, and not only do they not care about that she went kicking and screaming, the opposite happened. Hey, guys, giving her uh, royal treatment here. So Esther could have said to herself, you know something? Mordechai's uh, fears were unfounded. Now, it's, what's the big deal? So let me say who I am. But Mordechai Tzadik had told her, don't say. Ki Mordechai did not tell her you're allowed to say if things change. In her mind, she could have rationalized and said, his fears were unfounded. So what's the problem? But when it comes to listening, and this is where the sources is the famous Shita Tagra. The Shita Tagra is that when it comes to um, not only mitzvahs, but especially when it comes to takanas that Chazal made, mitzvahs midrabanan. A lot of times Chazal told us reasons why they made the mitzvah. But then, there are times that the reason is not negeah anymore. So is it possible you could come along and say, you know what, if the reason is not negeya, then we don't have to do the mitzvah anymore. So the Gra tells us that when the Chazal made a takana or a mitzvah, they had thousands, millions, gazillion reasons why they did it. They only told us part of their reason. So therefore, just because something doesn't apply, and I'll give you an example, which is like, where we happen not to paskin like the gra, but there's, this is one of the places that the shita comes out very clearly. There's halach of gili. Gili is if you leave some liquid uncovered, so we're afraid, the Gemara says, a snake might come and put some venom in it, and slink or whatever, they slither away, and then you'll drink it, it's a sakana. So what about in places where the 
there aren't any snakes. So the Rishonim, the Beis Yosef, and others say in the Kaimais that there are no snakes. You don't have to worry about. It. Now, obviously, this shita of the Beis Yosef doesn't apply to every mitzvah the Rabbanon. The Chachamim knew when to say it and when not to say it. But the Gra came along and said it's not true. That's one of the reasons for Gilui. There's 400 million other reasons that we don't know about. So therefore, the Gra holds that no, any place you've never saw a snake in the last hundred years, if it's Gilui, you're not allowed to you're not allowed to drink it. That's where you find such a concept of a machlaika. So here happens to be the grudge very good, the shitasai, because Esther was saying it to herself, the reason doesn't apply anymore. But what does the Pasuk say? She didn't understand it. She didn't understand why can't I say? But if Mardukai told me to do it, I don't have to understand it. And this is the beginning of her excelling of the idea that Kala Yisrael also didn't understand Mardukai's tzivui not to go to the party. They said he doesn't know what's going on. They didn't understand it. So they didn't listen. But Esther was saying I don't understand it. In my mind it makes no sense. But Mordechai told me not to do it. Okay. Every day Mordechai was so de- dedicated to Esther that every day he went. Can you imagine what this was here? Like a girl's dormitory over here. Not just a from a girl's. Guy is a girl's dormitory of hundreds of thousands of girls, and all they're busy with is making themselves the most beautiful for the king. Can you imagine what it was? And the God of Hadar, Mordechai Hatzadik, every day is walking over there, walking over there. Why? Because he wants to know what's going on with Esther. Shloim Esther, Umay Yosebai. What was he afraid of? There's two things here. Shloim Esther, how she's doing. Umay Yosebai, what's happening? So the Gros says he was afraid of two things. Number one, he knew that Esther was a Tzadikus Gedoyla. And Chazal tell us that Toivoson Shal Rishayim, the things that are good for Rishayim, are a Tsar for Tzadikim. And it makes a lot of sense. The things that they enjoy for Tzadikim is very painful. So therefore, he knew Esther is put into this situation where all everyone's busy with is with their bodies and their beauty and Gashmias and all of the vanity that's going on and whatever else went on in that dormitory. He knew that Esther is going to be mitzvah. She's going to be sickened from it. So he was afraid for her health. She would be sickened by where she has to be. Number one, and he was still afraid. master means she maybe she'll get sick. What's going to happen to her? Mordechai was still nervous just because they didn't kill her yet because she was hiding. Mordechai said. I'm not so sure. And therefore, every day he went to see, number one, how she's doing, and if they're going to do anything to her, are they going to punish her or not? So what happens? It came the the, uh, the turn for every girl to come to the king. It took twelve months for them to be prepared. Set six months in this type of oil Since six months they sat in the besamim all these types of makeups and beautiful beauty things. So for six months there was a protocol of what you got. There was a certain protocol of what you got, but. Then the last night, the night that their turn to go to the king, then whatever the girl asks for, she's allowed to have. Whatever she claims she needs, it's a free, she's allowed to take anything. She would go at night to When she goes to the king, so then she doesn't go to the original dormitory, she goes to the next dormitory, to Shashkaz, who is in charge of the Pilagshim, those who the king has already been with. 
Amalek, in Chofetz Bo Amalek, Benikro Abishem. If the king wants her again, he'll call her. So this is where Esther now is put into this situation. Now, again, the reason she's put here to see if she will excel at this Midah. Kalal Yisrael were nehen no misudas and shalakashverosh. We sat amongst the Goyim who were celebrating the Korban Abayas. They were getting drunk. They, what did they do when they got drunk? They talked about who has the most beautiful wife. Let's look at Vashti without any clothing. This is what they were doing. And a Jew could sit there and not be sickened from it. He's nehenu. That's an Avera. So we're going to put Esther in a situation similar to that and see how does she perform. Is she going to to be able to be the one to bring Klai Yisrael to Tshuva for this Avera. Esther says, I'm not interested in anything. I don't want anything. Why? The Pasuk is telling us because she wasn't going willingly. If you're going willingly, you want to find favor in the eyes of Akashverish. So you know what's good, what you know, what you need to be find favor. She says, I don't want anything. Now, Haggai had a responsibility here. Because if some girl comes looking like she just came out of the gutter to the king, so besides that she will not see the, 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 the next morning, but Haggai is also not going to see the next morning. You're in charge of making sure they come properly. So Haggai says, listen, you don't want anything, that's fine. But you got to go, there's a minimum here. I'm not taking a chance with my life. So he gives her whatever she says, but the Esther nice and Esther was nice Why is this Esther nice Chazal tell us that a Kaddish Baruch who puts a chutz shel chesed, some type of 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 of, of uh, spiritual um, beauty on her, that she should be nice as chayin beinichore. Anyone who looks at her, just she finds favor in their eyes. Esther, as we know, was one of the most beautiful women that ever lived. Chazal tell us a, a list of beautiful women in the entire history of the world. She was one of them. A beautiful woman needs a special nice as chayin beinichore. So the Gemara, as we know, tells us that Esther was. She was green. So she was green. So some ask a contradiction. Well, since when is green beautiful? Okay, so already there's terutzim, there's shades of olive and tan and zakat. You give all terutzim, how you can have it beautiful. But the cross says you're making a big mistake. Esther wasn't born green. Esther was born beautiful. Esther turns green from being sickened in being in the palace, in this dormitory with the girls for the entire year. She became like Mardchai was nervous that she was going to get sick she turns green from it she was so bizarre over it she turns green now there's a problem we got to get, get Esther to be the queen if you're green sickened from being here for the last year that's not such a good thing but the Esther all of a sudden it became the in style to look green all of a sudden everybody they went to for the new colors of the season said green is in everybody wants to be green why this was the who put over Esther because she needs to become the queen and here is the key word says the Pasuk Vatilokach Esther. What did we say Vatilokach means? Vatilokach is the same word when she was taking, taken, kicking and screaming from her house. A year later, or however long it was, at least a year later, that she was in the king's palace. And she was here amongst all these girls. And she was in this situation. The pastor uses the same word. Vatilokach Esther Ahasuerus. She was forcibly taken to the king Ahasuerus, the same Russian. She hadn't changed 
changed an iota. Albeis Malchusai Bachoidesh or Asiri Uchoidesh Teves, Ishnas, Sheva, Lamalchusai. This was in the tenth month, which is Chaydesh Teves, in the seventh year of his Malchus. And here is where you get into the Cheshbin of the years, because the party that Akashverish had made, the first Pasuk told us, was in the third year of his Malchus. And here we have that she was taken in the seventh year. So the Gra says, she hid for three years, and then one year she had to go through the Besamim and everything. That's year number seven. That's how the Gra fits it into the Pesukim here. The Yosef Lekach has a different shot, and he says there's different Cheshbonis, a third year to what, seventh year to what. There's different when you start the Cheshbon. So he holds it only ended up being... It only ended up being one year. And as we said, there was a magic of four years. But either way, either way, she hid herself and um, she was taken to the king, Vatilokach, Vayav, Amelech, Azestu, Mikol Anoshim, Vatisachain, Vachasel, Lephorim, Mikol Absulis. Vayosem, Keser, Malchus, Beresha, Vayam, Lichel, Tachas, Vashti. So something interesting happens over here and the king loves her and he puts the Keser, Malchus, Beresha, Vayam, Lichel, and he coronated her, Tachas, Vashti. Tachas means in place of exactly like Vashti. Now, this is very hard to understand. Because again, Vashti was his key to royalty. The reason he married Vashti, not only was she was a beautiful woman, but that wasn't his kavana. He married Vashti because he needed someone of royalty to give him his kingdom. So he should have something. So, it may be true that he found another queen that's as beautiful as Vashti, or you love her beauty as Vashti, but to say that in his eyes she's equal to Vashti, did you totally forget about royalty? Yes. That's part of Atzas Hashem. This was totally out of his mind. It was as if she was Vashti. Now, he didn't know who she was. He didn't know not only what nation. She didn't know who her, he didn't know who her family was. Again, this is the king so worried about royalty. Who knows who she is? Who knows who her parents could be? She could be a Mamzeres. She could be who knows who. And yet, Tachas Vashti. And she doesn't want to tell him who it is. She doesn't want to tell, she doesn't say anything. She doesn't say where she comes from. She's not saying. Which um which is quite an interesting thing. Rabkatsko Levenstein, the Khraina Levracha, the the Panovich of the Mir Mashkiach points out, he says, Here you had a king, Akashverish, who made his party to show that he's in charge. And he sent out an edict on Haman's advice that everyone should know that husbands run the show in the house, right? Who's in charge of the house? The husband. So who does he marry? He ends up marrying a Jewess. He doesn't know that. Here we have Akashverish, a bigger Sainte Israel than Haman, who not only got rid of his wife Ashti, now he marries a Jewish woman, and who's in charge of the house? He keeps on asking her, who are you? Who's your family? Who? Not saying a word. Well, who's in charge here? Me or you? But that's the irony of this whole story. That Akashverish sent out this edict, that he's in charge, that the husband's in charge, speak the language of the husband, and his wife refuses to say who she is. She's not telling anyone, and it's no problem. She's the, she's the queen, he's all a very happy camper. He made a very big mishta. Now, it doesn't necessarily mean in size. Gadol can mean in chashivus. He made a very chashiv mishta. To him, it was a very chashiv mishta. Look, called Sarah Vavodov, eight mishta. And he went and he gave a reduction in taxes to the entire kingdom. Why? Because he really wanted to give a reduction in taxes to Esther's country. 
problem is Esther wouldn't tell him which country it's, she's from. So therefore, he says to himself, okay, I have no bravery here. I don't want anyone to be angry at me. Again, he was always a person looking to find favor. So he gave a reduction in taxes to the entire country. Which is very interesting, because at the end of the Megillah, at the end of the Megillah, it says, in the last few him. It says the last pasuk parakir pasagalus by Yosem Amelech Achashverosh Mas Alaoretz Viayom, and Achashverosh put a tax on the entire country. Why did he do that? Because he said to himself, "Well, now I know who Esther is. Comes from the Jews. Jews don't even have a country, so forget about them, right? So I'm losing out on all these taxes that I gave because I didn't know where she's coming from. So the first thing he did, and the the the, the, the Bali Musar say, this is Achashverosh. The Gemara says Achashverosh was a Russia from the beginning till the end. What does that mean? In the beginning, we understand, but he goes through a whole form story and he sees the Nisim that happened and the Malachim that come along, and he sees the whole story. And what does the Achashverosh get out of the whole story? Givaldik, I can get my tax. Is back. That's all he did. That's all he got out of it. Wonderful. Back to life. Now I know who Esther is. No problem. Time to get the taxes back. So that is that is um, that is Achashverosh. So now we have over here we have that Vashti has been taken out of the picture. Esther is now the queen. This makes no sense. It makes no sense. We said this is Atzas Hashem and. Um, Again, let's just do two more psukim. So now, they gathered all of the besulis a second time. Here the Grah says they sent them all home. In other words, it wasn't a given that if you came to the king that you were ever going to go home again. But the king was so happy with Esther, he just sent everybody home. Anyone, he, said, he didn't even see, let's look at the, uh, any other, uh, are there any other contestants here who I want to look at? He was so sure, he made her the queen immediately, and now that he sent everyone home. I mean, the king could have looked for a second choice, you know, uh, a bin coin, just in case, that's not feeling well, no, he sent everyone home. And this is also a very important thing. This doesn't say now Mordechai was going back and forth like before every day he went to visit. Mordechai took a residence in the Shar HaMelech. Yoshev means he lived there. In the Shar HaMelech. Right where? He was right opposite where Esther lived. And again, this wasn't the most Ruchnius type of place going on in the king's palace. But Mordechai knew he had to take care of Esther, the Ruchni Uvigashmi, so he set up shop there. That means to say, if you went to Mordechai's house and you wanted to ask him a Shaila, there was a big note on the door, the God of Hadar now is Bashar HaMelech, right opposite the base Hanoshim, that's where you can find him. Didn't bother him, because this is what he needed to do, and this is where he had to be. Now, at this point, do you think Esther could finally say who she is? Is there any chashash anymore that they're going to kill her? The king, without anything, took her. He doesn't care who she is. He loves her. Next pasuk. Esther's going crazy. It makes no sense, Mordechai. What are you afraid of? She's excelling in listening to Mordechai. And what did she do? Anything that Mordechai told her. Mamar Mordechai. Mamar. The difference between Amira and Deber. Amira is a soft type of thing. Is a soft type of speaking. Deber is like strong. That Mamar means a filu Deber cow. Even any little thing that Mordechai had told her to do just like when she was living in the house of the Gadol Hadar she was makbed and she was makbed on her davening and her ruchnis and everything she didn't change an iota even though she was in the king's palace the opposite of being in the Gadol Hadar's house 
Esther had passed her test. Esther had passed the test of number one, being in a place of Mehana, where Klai Yisrael enjoyed themselves, and she got sick in there, Vatilokach, there was no difference of how she went kicking and screaming the first time or the last time. She has showed us that she excelled in listening to Mardchai and what he told her to do. Esther has proven herself right to be the Gail of Klai Yisrael. So now we have on site, we have Mordechai HaTzadik is Bishar HaMelech right when the Xerah is going to come he's there Esther is here Vashti is out of the way and now HaKadosh Baruch who has set up the stage there's going to be one more we'll continue Be'ez Hashem next week there's one more little prat to set up the stage so that when the Xerah of Haman comes about everyone and anyone who needs to be there for the Yeshua the Gaelim of Christ so Mordechai has showed he excels in Tefillah Esther shows she has excelled in her tzniyas and in Das Taira. Everybody is ready for Klai Yisrael to be able to do tshuva. Mezrashem, we will continue next Sunday.